0: Welcome to The Mandatory, the post-fight live show. We just saw an immaculate performance by now, uh, in a way, over Stephen Fulton. By the way, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you haven't already done that, uh, we appreciate that you will. And uh, lots to talk about on this one, Brian. In a way, get it done in style, and it looked pretty easy as well against a guy that was the unified champ at 122 pounds was that guy at 122 pounds and i thought this was a fight where stephen fulton was going to win by decision and once again in a way moves up a weight class and proves that he is the monster literally
1: in our betting preview um and predictions for the fight i picked in a way to win by decision i also said if he's going to knock him out it's going to be late between 7 and 12 so hopefully uh you did both because you might have come out a winner because they were both greater than plus 200 odds and look I I think this wasn't even close like in watching the fight (laughs) because I know I know I know like a lot of people uh, more than I thought had said oh Stephen Fulton's gonna take this dude to school uh you know ESPN is hyping him up him being naoya in a way naoya in a way and you know uh, that Stephen Fulton's gonna just use his reach, just jab him, whatever, just outbox him, and it's like none of that should happen. I'm not sure Stephen Fulton won a round. If we're being I, totally I, honest,
0: I, I mean, like here's the thing that I kind of saw. I'm sure about you it.
1: found a round that gave him. Well, I, the, I, the
0: only, <laughs> the only round that I found to gave him was that seventh round, which I think was his best round. He came out decent in the third, but then in a way ended up winning that round, looked a little bit better in the fourth, in a way won that round. Uh, looked a little bit better in the fifth, in a way still won that round for me. The <laughs> only round that I actually gave Stephen Fulton was that seventh round before he ended up getting knocked out in the eighth and they had to stop the fight. And it was that nasty right that Inouye landed, and he was mixing it up. He was going to the body. And Stephen Fulton could just not get into a rhythm in this fight. Not at, <laughs> at all. at all. And- the, the,
1: the, the beginning of the fight, Stephen Fulton, uh, uh, Stephen Fulton and Nia Inouye come out. Inouye jabs him to the belly twice, and I'm like, oh, shit all right, there goes the range question.
0: <laughs> I, I thought he was too tentative the whole entire fight. And when he was in range, you would think that he would start to let his hands go or establish the jab. And when his game plan wasn't working, I was like, he might have to have like a telephone booth fight with this dude. Is that safe? Probably not against a guy like way um, But he just couldn't get into a rhythm that whole entire fight. And it's crazy because, you know, I mentioned in the last episode, like when he, in a way, moved up to 118. I was like, "Is he? he like too small for 118." I was proven wrong, right? He moves up to 122 and does this to the king, essentially of the 122 pound division, and makes it look easy. And we talked about what this might mean for a Way if he gets this victory and does it in style, pound for pound list. Okay, Ugh. is he number one after this?
1: <laughs> That's what I was saying before we were talking about this um look I think and if you have comments if you're watching uh please do leave them. um but listen I think that he is in that conversation and was even before this and we'll we'll have to see what happens with Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence and who wins how but look people were talking about now you're in a ways resume before this fight yeah Stephen Fulton, like, his best win was against Brandon Figueroa, who's a good fighter, but, like, let's not act like Stephen Fulton beat this list of champions either. Uh, Inouye's been in, what, 17, 18 straight title fights at this point, right? Took out, he cleaned out the Bantamweight division. Jason Maloney, who we had on the show, Emmanuel Rodriguez, who Jason Maloney fought, um, both of whom got stopped by Nairia Inouye. Nairia Inouye stopped both of them. And, and and Rodriguez, he did it very early in the fight. It was in the second round. It was shocking that he did it that early to me. The most epic body punching I saw that year. And it's, in terms of pound for pound conversation, this is similar to just what I was saying about Terrence Crawford and the Roy Jones Jr. comparison. It's one thing to be fighting dudes and people say like, oh, you're not beating the best competition. It's another thing to just blow them out of the water because none of these fights where way is involved in are close except for that first no need fight where he fractured his eye socket you know he like broke his face during the fight then it went to a decision but he still clearly won that fight no one's out here saying no need won that fight and then in the rematch he destroys him <laughs> like this is what he does so the floor is pound for pound number two number one is terence crawford if he wins that fight errol spence Uh, If he wins that fight, impressive fashion is going to have a a case. But I don't know if you're going to put him at number one over way after what we just saw.
0: Right now, Inouye's number one on my pound for pound list. After what? We just saw him do to Stephen Fulton. (laughs) Like, this is crazy of what he just did to Cool Boy Steph. Because, Brian, you know I'm a big Cool Boy Steph fan. To go into that ring right away and a nerd just uh, commented, Fulton got exposed. You know what I think it was? I think is just that good.
1: You think it's the mystique, also? Because wait, okay, went... wait, wait, hold on, hold, hold on, hold on. Okay. Before
0: you get into that, how much did the layoff Fulton's longer layoff have to do with his performance today? Because I think it had something to do with it. We saw Josh Taylor fight Teofimo Lopez not too long ago. I feel like that was some ring rust. Fulton's been out of the ring for over a year now. Going to Japan, he wasn't in his hometown. He wasn't even in the states. He went to another country to fight. In a way. Had a long layoff. Is Chantel
1: making excuses, guys? In the comments? No,
0: I'm saying how much. How much did that have to do with it? Do you think it had an effect?
1: Oh, um, look, uh, almost 14 months. If you do the math, because the last fight was June of last year, early June of last year. Um, perhaps I think. I think mostly that affects you in the start, but at on some level, you have to let your hands go. So I, I, I don't think his performance was enough to show that. Like, he didn't build up enough excuses for me, I guess, is the point. Because it's not like the fight was close, right? Oh, no. It's not like he just gave up the first three rounds, started rallying a little bit, and then was put down. I don't know if he won a round.
0: <laughs> like, I, I, <laughs> gave, I gave him the seventh round. I gave him the seventh round, but you could have given that round as well to Inouye. I don't know if he won a
1: round. Like, I was watching the fight, and I think it was maybe round five or six where I was like, that was Stephen Fulton's best round, and I'm not sure he won it. Because Inouye no, he was just didn't. active yeah. the entire time. And granted... I thought that there was some because this this happens when you fight in somebody's hometown. There were some, and I know this as a Felix Trinidad guy. There are some times where now in a way doesn't really land something. It gets blocked and the crowd is ooing and aying because of how it looks or whatever. It's partially blocked. But he was landing a, a lot of those shots a lot a lot of times. Anyway. you know what?
0: The the first three rounds though, I thought Fulton blocked a lot of his shots. They weren't clean shots that were landed on him, but he was getting the ooze and ahs. But you know in Japan it's a little bit different. It's not like in the States, right? Yeah. Um, that's a great <laughs> that's actually a great comment right now by IMPK thirteen, who by the way is uh one of our regulars that hops on these lives. So we do appreciate you. In a way, going for undisputed because we know what happened to um, Stephen Fulton's nemesis.
1: Yeah, Marlon um, Palace
0: came in and took those belts away from Akhmedaliev. I'm not gonna and, lie
1: though, like if, if I'm looking at the list of suit, this is the logical fight next. Like let's let's have In a way try to go undisputed in another weight class. Which I mean, come on, like <laughs> that you want to talk about history and future Hall of Fame resume? Like we're seeing a future Hall of Famer in real time right now. I, I firmly believe that. This fight doesn't excite me as much as the Stephen Fulton one did, and there are no fights as super. This is the thing about him beating Stephen Fulton in the first fight, right? It's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. I'm not. Ex, I'm not as excited. I'm not going to be as excited about any other fights as super Way going forward. I'll be excited, and I'm going to watch, and we're going to cover it because it's now you're in a way. But in terms of the competition here, Luis Nery, you know what I mean, like Marlon Tapales, who obviously has both titles. And if you look on down the line, like, you just don't have a lot there to work with. Um, And if you go to, I think, I think, I think it potentially what I'm getting at is this will be a short time at Super Bantamweight. And then eventually we'll see uh, at Featherweight. Now you're in a way where there are some interesting matchups there.
0: All right, so Tyrone the Great I'm feeling the exact same way you are right now with those uh, crying emojis uh, <laughs> also Tyrone the Great one of um, you know our regulars a friend of the show might I say uh, he said I want I want to see him go to Featherweight and take Davis drain down to 30 and fight them
1: nah tank it take it t- move it to 130 at this point. I would yeah. imagine that someone else I saw tweeted that. Like I get like hey, no, you're in a way versus Tank Davis. I'm like, that's realistically is not gonna happen, but that would be a lot of fun if it did. But I don't I don't think you could come to a reasonable, like even catch weight for that fight. At featherweight, though, there are some interesting matchups there for in a way if he's gonna move up. But I, I still think that's maybe a year or so away. But the fact that we're talking about that now is crazy because he took out what I thought and what you thought was the undisputed king of this division Stephen Fulton. i think i think even now like this is similar to how i felt after in a way got rid of manny rodriguez got rid of jason maloney where like those are top two guys in the weight classes i still think Stephen fulton's the second best guy in this weight class he right is. now regardless of how he looked like i think he'll beat pretty much every everyone else in this weight class assuming that you know his chin holds up going forward because once once it goes once you know we have to be careful with that now um but now you in a way, was dominant tonight. Like, uh, one of the things that really impressed me, to talk about the actual fight for a second, one of the things that really impressed me was he had the three-inch reach disadvantage and just destroyed him in the jab battle. Jabs mm-hmm. to the body, jabs to the head, was able to get in and out, perfect timing a lot of the times, was moving his head constantly. I was impressed by his defense, and I was impressed by how much he was able to use his jab. Round one, it was just establishing the jab. Jab, 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 upstairs, downstairs, up jab, et cetera. And then round two is when he started throwing right hands behind it. And then you just saw him mix it up going forward, head, body. And he's just all around maybe the best fighter pound for pound of the world right now.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's a doubt about it. Going back to the fight, when we talked about the first three rounds, the first four rounds, when it went 4 or four zero in a way. Um, right away, I was like, I didn't expect him to be winning four rounds to nothing against a guy like Stephen Fulton, who is so skilled, right? And you thought right away, we were talking about how he was the bigger guy, right? How he was going to establish the jab, how he was the slicker boxer, how in a way was going to look in this weight class. Like there were so many questions coming into this fight. And, you know, Tim Bradley said it perfectly on that broadcast. When you're that great, you make it look that easy. I don't think there's anyone else in this weight class, in the super bad and weight weight class that can make Stephen Fulton looked the way that Inouye did tonight or this morning or
1: featherweight or bantamweight or like (laughs) in these lighter weight classes I don't think I think if you're still ranking everyone from like featherweight down Stephen Fulton's going to be top five on that list of boxers
0: you know what my issue was with this fight it's like when he was in range and he was able to get in range he just didn't let his hands go and it's like you have to let your hands go in a fight like this. You didn't expect the boxer to get outboxed by a guy like Inaway, but Inaway has skill as well. You know uh, why, Van Dam, I was very impressed with Inaway's jabs. Fulton was more stationary than I thought he would be. I agree with you. I thought he was tentative. I thought he was giving You have to give a guy like Inaway respect, but when you're in range, you got to let your hands go, and he was giving him way too much respect. What? Like you have to take advantage of those opportunities.
1: But I think that's what it was. It was basically like Stephen Fulton immediately, because I told you, jabs to the stomach like right away, Um, was letting the right hand go. Uh, Now, you're in a way, and I think, you know, he 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 didn't want to let his hands go because he knew it was coming back at him. And he was trying to figure out ways where he could sort of get in and out of range without taking a lot of damage and, you know, swim in water without getting wet. But in a way, made his presence felt from the opening bell. I think that really, like, again, those first 10 seconds were a lot for me because he came out, was aggressive right away, and was like, look, I'm not going to let you win this jab battle. I'm not going to let you win this range battle. Even though I'm shorter, three inches uh, with a smaller reach, yeah, I'm just going to take control of this fight. And he did, and Stephen Fulton kind of let it happen, but didn't quite come up with the answers to negate mm-hmm. that. Robin b 31 uh, comments, respect to Pala's for showing up with his belts and taking on the challenge right away have a look and learn fury. <laughs> oh, Tyson Fury is going to fight Francis Ngannou, god damn it. Um but look, Marlon Tupales, uh also knows that financially this would be huge for him. I I hope that that fight is in Japan. I know I've said that I want Inouye to come to the states, but this No, that this, fight should
0: definitely be in Japan. If this it's is Tupales, in, Inoue, in yeah
1: this would be a bigger fight in japan than it would be in the states it just would be and if you're gonna do it again on a tuesday morning i kind of like this by the way like i love I would, boxing
0: in the morning like yeah. listen i i i'm not gonna lie to you i i'm on the west coast so it's 4 a.m um <laughs> i was supposed to wake up at like 3 and i told brian i'm gonna sleep for three hours and wake up at three yeah. i slept in woke up at four and i was like brian i thought the fight was on um i woke,
1: he woke up he woke and he, not. Yeah. Was winning by knockout. <laughs>
0: You woke up 10 minutes later. I was like, I don't know. I thought I missed the fight at one point, but I love boxing in the morning. Um, You know, we talked about Marlon Tepales and we talked about way. I want to talk to you a little bit about what's next for Stephen Fulton, actually. Mm, Because I think this is a conversation that needs to be had. When you are essentially the king of the division at the moment, right? Like, I thought he would have beat Akhmadalia. Tepales ended up beating him. Yeah. But... This was a fight where this was his division. In a way comes in, and listen, you could argue that in a way won every round up until he knocked him out. I gave one round to Fulton. Maybe I was being generous because I really wanted to give him a round. It
1: ultimately doesn't matter either. But yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but the way that he made him look, what's next for a guy like Stephen Fulton in that weight class?
1: I mean, he could still fight if now, and I'd watch the hell out of that fight, would, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> If they put that on Showtime or something, I assume he goes back. Uh, I saw that PBC put up a graphic wishing Stephen Fulton luck. And yeah, I was like, ooh, boy, uh, the graphics should have looked better anyway. But that's another story for another thing. Yeah, I think there are still fights at Super Batman Um, but obviously Undisputed is gonna go to either Marlon Tapala's T'pala, or um, you know, somebody uh Naoya in a way, and then somebody else comments here. I am PK Fulton versus Robesi Ramirez. Uh, impk 13 i don't know if fulton is going to move up to featherweight but that is an interesting discussion here does fulton actually pivot because he was he unified a super bantamweight terrence crawford yeah. once did this against victor Postel. he unified and then he moved up he didn't you know you don't need to become undisputed to move up and i don't know you know what the weight cut is for stephen fulton that's something that he could sort of attest to but i do feel like short of beating naya in a way which no one has done yet He's done everything in this division that he probably needs to. And for the foreseeable future, you know that Inouye is going to fight Marlon Tepalos. Maybe it's later this year. Maybe it's early next year. But it's going to be a while from now. And if Fulton were to get a rematch or a shot at super weight, uh, yeah. neither of which I think is going to happen because the winner would then be undisputed. And it's probably going to be now. a Inouye if we're being honest. And he already lost him by a blowout. Which is to say, Stephen Fulton's probably not going to fight for a title anytime soon, anyway, in this weight class. So, I do think you entertain moving him up to featherweight. Not sure if it's going to be against Robesi Ramirez. Maybe he has a maybe a maybe fight a first. maybe
0: a Brad and Figueroa rematch, um, right? Because <laughs> that, that,
1: that would be interesting, that's a pos- that's a
0: possibility. But listen, you took off uh, one of these comments that had a joke that I you know want to get props because I thought it was kind of funny. It was oh, from was nerd. It? Um, let me just Wait. show this right now. It was from, uh, nerd. Fulton left his slickness and skills in the hotel <laughs> he was staying in, possibly. Um, oh, that's
1: going to be a long flight okay, back to Philadelphia.
0: So Ooh. here's the thing that I do want to say. And taking an L, right, as a boxer, like everyone wants that, oh, Money Mayweather, we know how it is, <laughs> right? Um. However, it's like when you actually take a look at what Fulton did, right, being the unified champ in this division being waiting for this fight against Akhmedaliev, Akhmedaliev didn't hold up his end of the bargain. Tepalos ends up winning the belts, And then that's not like the fight that everyone kind of wants to see. No mm-hmm. one really cares to see Fulton and Tepalos at that point. way, decides to move up. And this is a fight where it's like the best are fighting the best in their prime. And to do that and get the loss, like one of these guys were going to lose. Yeah. Regardless. One of these guys were, unless it was a draw, but nonetheless, (laughs) one (laughs) one of them was going to lose. And it's like, I don't think this one loss makes him not great, but it's just the way that he lost. Where I think there's, that I think there's going to be a little bit of a stain on his name now for a little Mm. while until he proves himself again. So that's the thing. I think people are going to go back to this fight and say, you know, cool boy Steph, like people, listen, we had a comment, um, nerd again, I'm going to put this one up on the screen. He said that Fulton got exposed. And I think people are going to continue to say this because now we're going to be talking about whether the fact that there was too much hype on a guy like Stephen Fulton. Boxing Maniac, who, by the way, uh, appreciate you leaving comments on our videos. If you haven't already subscribed to the mandatory, make sure you do. Also like the video, helps the channel grow. in a way. is the best fighter in the world. No debating. Argue with your mama.
1: Argue with moms, yo yeah (laughs) i think i think to to go to the stephen fulton point uh, in terms of what's next and please do continue to leave questions comments because before we get out of here in about 10 minutes we are going to end the show with your questions comments and uh just more talk about what's next going forward and obviously we're going to have another live on saturday night after errol spence fights terrence crawford for undisputed at welterweight but for now we have this and in terms of putting a bow on what's next for Stephen Fulton before we get to questions, comments, and things of that nature. Um, we're going to get to it. Hold on. We'll get to more comments in a second. I saw what you just saw. We're going to get to that in a second. Um, Stephen Fulton, <laughs> Stephen Fulton. I think the move is probably going up to featherweight at this point yeah. because I feel like what else are you going to do at super and weight now? Um, the champions at featherweight, you have Ray Vargas, WBC champion. That's interesting. I'd watch that. I don't think he should be net. Like, Fulton shouldn't fight for a title next. Fight somebody nah, else. No, he needs, after
0: a, after yeah. getting knocked out like that, you're going to need a tune up, especially if you're moving up away class. You need a tune up. Doing Philly.
1: Doing yeah. Philly. You know what I mean? Have a, have a hometown fight. Build back, build back up your confidence. Do it late this year. Um, Win by maybe even by knockout, but w- uh, at least a wide decision. Lee Wood is WBA champion. That's interesting. Luis Lopez, who has title defense coming up in September, has been announced. He's the IBF champion, at least for now. And the WBO champion, Robesio Ramirez, successfully defended his title on the undercard in Japan. So I would like to see Stephen Fulton against anyone there. I think that Robesio Ramirez will probably be the favorite in that fight. But I think Fulton could potentially win that. I think he could take Luis Lopez, though. That won't be easy at all. But I think he could take that. Um, Lee Wood. I I like. I him think again.
0: he I I like him against Lee Wood. I like, like him if, against. If, me. Yeah, yeah. If, <laughs> That's the one. Fight. Like,
1: if you had to pick one of the champions, I'm like, off. yo, pick no pick disrespect. Lee Wood. No disrespect to Lee Wood, but like, I don't want to fight Ray Vargas after this, you know. Yeah. Um, but if he fought Ray Vargas, I think, I think there are some things he could figure out in that fight. It's just you know, Ray Vargas is pretty explosive, and yeah, I we'll we'll, we'll get to maybe some some comments now like, but I we, think I think move to featherway, Stephen Fulton that's what I would do
0: yeah um we gotta get to this one because uh Chantel I said you're Inouye's wife now so this was a comment that was left after the betting video that we made where I had Stephen <laughs> Fulton winning by a decision and you know <laughs> I had how many wives does Inouye have I don't know um
1: is there a thing that he, let's not even go down that road. I, I don't ahead. know,
0: but but before the comment was, you're going to be one of his wives. Um, listen, my husband's knocking out people like that. I don't really care <laughs> because <laughs> he's knocking out a dude that was arguably the king of the 122 pound division. Um, <laughs> listen, I was wrong. You know, I went with <laughs> Colton. I'm not afraid to admit it. And I said on that video, if Inouye ends up knocking him out or winning, I wouldn't be surprised. And that's exactly what happened. Did and I, I said expect- if he'll win by
1: knockout, it'll be between 7 and 12. So,
0: um, Did I expect it to be a blowout? I think there was some people no. that were saying it was going to be the other way. Um, that that they he thought was going to that- take them to school. That's what I heard yeah. um, from a lot of people. So coming into this fight, it's really interesting to see what happens. In a way, though, at this point, is the face of boxing. Like, he could arguably be... The face of boxing after this performance in Wouldn't a way he be? i think he could be
1: i mean they won't allow that to happen here um, no
0: but here's the thing after but, but this that's, fight, just,
1: that's just ignorance uh, and um, this is ignorance right like i think well also terence crawford uh Aaron yeah that's i think well, the winner the, of that fight will be but but i
0: mean like internationally
1: internationally was what i was the, thinking yeah I mean, face
0: of boxing like not not here in north america definitely but, in
1: asia for absolutely sure. in asia i
0: mean worldwide right like if you think about an international super superstar no nah, they will they in, won't in allow that, that they, yet. Will,
1: they <laughs> won't allow that shit in the uk they will not allow that shit in the uk in the uk it's you know lee wood sunny edwards <laughs> you know what no. i mean like i mean <laughs> they listen. don't like they don't want it to be tyson fury over there i can tell you that i've had yeah. enough people from the uk and shout out to our uk listeners watchers they're like "Nah, fuck tyson fury we, <laughs> they're they're done with him and well he's fighting francis Saganu next so yeah um any other comments questions outdoor tyrone the great chimes in one more time i am sick on my bet slip yeah. they robbed maxi hughes and fulton got a knockout see here's the thing you have to factor in with boxing betting if i can just exp- just get into this for a quick second but like going into that fight i was actually a little nervous that maxi hughes would beat george camposus but i was like the judges aren't going to give it to Maxie hughes unless he yeah. destroys him and they did it. You got to factor that in too, <laughs> which is why like betting on this fight if you thought Stephen Fulton was going to win, it's like you have to think he's just going to outclass Nary in a way because in Japan, knowing that Stephen Fulton's probably not going to win by knockout because he's just not that type of fighter, which is fine like my I don't need everyone to be just knocking dudes out, right? But I think with Stephen Fulton, he would have had to have an epic epic performance like on some floyd mayweather arturo Gotti shit in order to get the decision here and obviously that didn't end up happening um so we have right now oh, hustle man common thing i said eight to ten to get the knockout there you go that's
0: a good bet that was probably some good value hustle man um
1: yeah this fight what? also went under in terms of rounds the over under was about ten and a half i saw it and i was like i could well i Again, I thought that Fulton could bring this to the cards. Um, but actually as soon as round two ended, I was looking to live bet like uh which I got to bet in a way by knockout between round seven and twelve because I saw some things in round two where I was like, oh no, he's gonna stop him late. Um
0: I also like this comment. Um, it's because you've been talking for a minute, Brian. So let's get to it. No, no, no. You're <laughs> right. You're right. You're right.
1: You're right.
0: Um, Hustle man, <laughs> keep your head up uh, high, cool boy. Respect for daring to be great, unlike these other fighters. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Like he dared to be great. He went over to Japan. He put his titles on the line in his prime. Was undefeated. He put his record on the line. Not a lot of dudes are doing that. So I don't think he should get knocked for that. It just came out to the fact that he got outclassed and in a way was the better fighter. All the and... way across the world too. And listen, it's one of those career-defining moments where what is next for him? Because we know what's next for Inouye, right? Like, he's arguably pound for pound, because Bud and Spence hasn't happened right now. No, he's number one right now for a couple of days at least. (laughs) Okay, for a couple of days at least, he's number one. And if that Bud and Spence fight is controversial, say there's no clear-cut winner like Haney Loma, as a lot of people thought,
1: might even be a draw. as one Then of our I think, in a way,
0: stays number one pound for pound number one boxer in the world. If that fight isn't a clear cut win for either Butter Spent, so now we're talking about the pound for pound list, and like the monster is the monster. He's the truth. I will never doubt this guy again. I don't care how many weight classes he goes up because, <laughs> like, what he did today. He ain't
1: fighting at welterweight. What, I, like,
0: I... Listen, what he did today has to be argued as probably one of the best performances of the year hands down this has to be the best boxing performance of the year for what he did to Stephen fulton Ooh,
1: now that, well remember this is maybe this is more impressive than that but javante davis ryan garcia uh i, I feel like you felt similarly after the fight in terms of uh the impressive performance of Javante Davis
0: tank had. tank to me is um the best lightweight in the world like I I saw the rankings that ESPN had put out this is a conversation for another time but to me he is the best I have him over Haney I don't care if Haney has the belts um did,
1: did you see that they're talking about Javante Davis defending his title against Chris Colbert next I did see that that, rumor uh, that started yeah I'm,
0: Yeah, I'm let's go to uh robin b31 circling back to the bandage controversy do you think that was just a way to try and get some attention for the fight or some <laughs> mind games or a legit concern <laughs> i
1: like i like the conspiracy theory um i i i wouldn't say that it's, it was to get attention to the fight uh i do think maybe there's a mind games factor and also maybe legitimate question about the hand wraps but For people who don't know, uh, the hand wrap controversy, quote unquote, as Robin uh, posted with air quotes. um, It's just the way, in a way, sort of stacks his hands when he wraps it. Uh, People were saying like, oh, he shouldn't be allowed to do that. But hand wrapping, there's different rules in different states. Famously before uh, Felix Trinidad fought Bernard Hopkins, they wanted Felix Trinidad to rewrap his hands because in New York State, you had to do it a certain way, whatever. And he's been fighting in New York. and. You know, it was that kind of thing. There wasn't a controversy there. There wasn't a controversy here. Um, the controversy would be like Antonio Margarito before Shane Mosley and after Miguel Cotto and during Miguel Cotto fight where he straight up had like plaster <laughs> in his gloves, which is a totally different thing. Oh, so. the, the, the jokes <laughs> are coming. The jokes are coming. <laughs> I tell you, you be funny. We're putting you on screen when we do live. I hope you all come out Saturday and, and tell your friends uh, to subscribe to the channel impk uh 13 says i think that fulton's team wanted to preserve some bandages for fulton's head
0: <laughs> listen um you know i when, think we
1: could wrap on that note
0: <laughs> i i think so but i i think when i saw the blood i think when it was like the third round after the third round um he had a little bit of blood or whatever yeah that's when i was like i don't know like mm-hmm. that's when i really started it wasn't even when it went 4-0 um, that's when I was like, I don't know, like, that's when I started to get worried. And I was like, God damn my bet. Um, yeah, I'm not mad at taking Fulton though. Cause I don't think we've never seen that ever happen to him. He's never been dropped before. He's never been knocked out before. And it just shows you how great in is. And I think that's the discussion that we need to have is, mm-hmm. is this arguably the best performance of the year? I think it might be what Fulton. he did this. I've what he did. To the guy at 122 pounds who's been the guy. It, this has to be the best performance of the year. And unless, like, Spence or Bud knock each other out, <laughs> I, don't <think> that, <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Like, this is the best performance of the year, and I don't see anyone topping it.
1: Fulton also looked bigger. Which is he the would, thing that I noticed right away. He
0: didn't he didn't fight like the bigger guy though.
1: No, not at all. Right. Um, and- Hustle Man, uh, let's see, take us home here, maybe perhaps, unless somebody got a better comment than this <laughs> to end the show. Spence Crawford will decide who is pound for pound number one. Don't forget, anyway versus Topala's uh will happen end of the year, and there's no denying anyway, pound for pound best fighter in the world undisputed two times. Uh he will be undisputed two times if and I would say when he beats Marlon Topala's uh hopefully later this year. Hopefully that does get made later this year. Japan does have fights in December, like they've had fights like around New Year's. I remember Gennady Golovkin uh was supposed to fight yes. uh Ryota Murata um like New Year's or New Year's Day or New Year's Eve or something like that one year. I think it ended up getting pushed back. I don't remember like, it, what it, happened there. It got but...
0: pushed back. Yeah, it got pushed back. That was a good fight. Uh, that was G supposed G to be on a good.
1: Wednesday, too. You know? Yeah.
0: Triple G looking in that fight. And I'm just saying that because I'm a big Triple G fan. Um, and and Murata retires.
1: so salute to Murata.
0: Yeah. Um. Alright, so final comments. Um, yes. We'll get to Hustle Man one more time. Um. He made Fulton look ordinary, which was crazy. I thought it'll be competitive in the first half. I thought the same Hustle Man. Like, I was legit like what is going on here i was proven wrong but now i'm just gonna take it away by knockout every time um yeah, honestly. <laughs> i i don't i don't care anymore like i this this is those... my tank
1: or some shit like yeah
0: then i then that's something different but, but that I, don't, ain't happening. I don't i don't see that fight happening i do see i do see in a way moving up to featherweight at one point though
1: who me too i think it happens next year or the year after who is the best like okay stephen fulton who is the next Stephen Fulton level challenger, I guess, scenario in a way at this point. Like, who that good will be able to fight him? Anytime, well,
0: soon? if he moves up to featherweight, then Brandon Figueroa, because there's some hype on Brandon Figueroa. He, I
1: think he's gonna kick Brandon Figueroa's ass if they fall
0: under six. <laughs> like, I, would I don't bet know. I, mean, I don't know
1: if it'll be that soon, but
0: Brandon Figueroa's got power too. And remember, there was a comment actually here. I actually want to get to. Um, Nerd, who by the way has been dropping some heat on this live, he said Brandon beat Fulton in his opinion. A lot of people felt people like that, thought, yeah. A lot of I, people, felt I, did like not,
1: that. I did not. I did not. I had it eight to four, I had it uh seven five, 115, 113. It was close though, it was yeah. Close. And it, Fulton and Fulton ace some shots in that fight for sure. Um, we'll, we'll see. I, I, but I think that to, to put a bow on this in a way, pound for pound is uh number one for now. We'll see what happens on Saturday. He may remain number one after to some people, and that's perfectly fine, but he asserted his dominance. He's as good as anybody right now. He looks unbeatable. Like, I find myself every time I watch him after the first round, I'm like, who the hell is going to beat this dude? And I, I don't have the Ooh. answer to that yet. So,
0: Tyrone, me and Tyrone like the same boxers. Oshaki Foster, uh, Foster is a solid boxer. Um, he Yeah, Oshaki. Yeah, and by who knows, in a way, is going to move up at one point. Uh- <laughs> um oh Shaki,
1: you want a good payday you come down to 126 when, when in a moves the featherweight for that fight i mean
0: here's the thing though cool boy didn't make a lot of bread off of this fight so good for him um yes. these fighters should be making bread uh final thoughts before we get up and out of here brian
1: final thoughts for the fifth time um <laughs> <laughs> just... but yes uh one thank you to everybody for watching rocking with us we will be back on saturday night Aerospace Terence Terrence Crawford, live here on YouTube, on uh, Twitter, wherever you're watching this. And uh, the channel is growing, so thank you for your support. Please continue to do so. Tell your friends and tell your homies. Tell your mom. Tell everybody. And uh, as far as this fight, again, in a I way. Know,
0: <laughs> I didn't know friends and homies were two different things, but go ahead.
1: Uh, they could be, but that's another story for another day. Um, I think that uh, Naya in a way, is looking unbeatable every time I watch him. And Marlon Topala's, I don't think is as good as uh, Stephen Fulton. And he's going to win and become undisputed as super weight. And I want to see, in a way, a featherweight. And I want to see Stephen Fulton at featherweight. Uh, not against each other, but <laughs> I want to see Stephen Fulton at featherweight because I think there are some beatable champions in that weight class, which is normally a stacked weight class that I don't think is, is, is its strongest right now. And Fulton could sort of quickly rebound, have a come home fight in Philadelphia, maybe later this year, and then next year, fight for a featherweight title and potentially win it. I think that'd be the pathway for Stephen Fulton. And, uh, you know, now he, in a way, could just rule the world otherwise.
0: My final thoughts are, in a way, is pound for pound number one boxer in the world. Um, Button Spence will have a say in that this weekend, but this is arguably the best performance I've seen all year from a boxer could be argued as the performance of the year. And I think just in sports in general, this might be the best performance we've seen (laughs) all year in sports, in my opinion. And as for Stephen Fulton, let's give him props. um, Was out of the ring for more than a year, went all the way to Japan, put his titles on the line, fought in his prime, put his undefeated record on the line. Like, he is... Listen, you gotta have a you gotta be cut from a different type of cloth to do something like that. Cause sure. there's a lot of guys in boxing that aren't doing that. So before you go ahead and say that he got exposed, let's just give props to Inoue. But let's also give props to Stephen Fulton because not a lot of people in his position would have done what he did. And I think he deserves some props for that too. You gotta be a G to do something like that. Put your unified titles on the line, go to Japan to fight a guy that is known as the monster. You're fighting the best of the best and I think he deserves some credit there so before we get up and out of here i want to say thank you to everyone who uh joined the live show today that left a comment if you have already subscribed thank you so much for rocking with us i know we had a lot of friends of the show uh leave comments on here we do appreciate you guys so much uh make sure to hit that like and subscribe button and uh yeah we got some more content coming uh soon and we also have a post fight show coming up for Bud and Spence on Saturday night. So make sure to tune into that. And uh, we'll be with you soon with some more content. Thank you so much. And we hope you enjoyed the fight. If you're watching this later, still drop your comments, show us your bet slips as well. Yeah. Uh, let's see how right you were. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for rocking with us. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the fight.